This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Cricket Corner podcast with me, Vatsal Vora. Well, yesterday which was a Monday, if I'm not wrong. Yes, it was a Monday. I was talking about England and why they might not select James Anderson for the Ireland Test match, which is starting from the 1st of June at Lords. Well, 24 hours later, and England have announced their test squad for that Ireland Test match. And surprise, surprise, James Anderson is part of that squad and I'm here to react to England's squad too for that game against Ireland. Yes, I've used the word squad quite a lot of times already in this podcast. And we are only, well, we are just 45 minutes into it. But uh, things need to be done. And there are some interesting picks as far as the England test squad is concerned for the Ireland game. Now, I'm not sure whether they are like tra- for trial and error basis. But I feel like... The 15-man squad which they have named on that Ireland Test match, Lords, 1st of June, remember that. I feel like a majority of them will feature in the Ashes squad just to get into the groove. I think that's the reason why they have this Test match against Ireland. So, without further ado, let's let's just briefly name down the England squad. Here you go. Ben Stokes as captain. James Anderson. Johnny Besto, yes, he's back. We'll talk about a talk about him in detail. Stuart Broad, Harry Brook, Zach Crawley, we'll talk about him as well. Ben Duckett, Dan Lawrence, yes, he's back. Jack Leach, Ollie Pope, we'll talk about him. Matthew Potts, Ollie Robinson, Joe Root, Mark Wood, and Chris Wokes, we'll talk about him as well. So, yeah, I said we'll talk about him. For four players now, and I feel like those are the players why this squad is interesting to me personally, being an England fan. But let's start with the major talking point from this test match squad, and that is the reintroduction and the comeback of Johnny Besto. Johnny Besto was the prime example of how to play this basketball test cricket. He was 
the poster boy of baseball when it was first introduced last summer against uh, New Zealand and South Africa and that also that solitary test match against India now Johnny Bairstow had a fractured leg missed out on the Pakistan tour then was out for the West Indies tour as well and then the England board the ECB did not give him a NOC for to play in the IPL and i think that all has come together for him to make a comeback against ireland check his fitness i think he's fully fit and he's going to play a vital role in england's ashes series now this squad is announced for the test match against ireland there is no mention whatsoever about this being the exact same squad that will compete in the compete at the ashes but it's really interesting to me still because i think the ashes squad won't be looking any much anything different than what we already have against ireland and johnny besto is set to play an important role now i was listing down the england squad a minute or two back and some of you might have noticed that there's no ben folks the wicketkeeper from surrey and i feel like and i i don't think i don't think i i'm pretty sure that johnny besto is going to keep wickets against ireland and against ashes and oh sorry against australia in the ashes i beg your pardon i've had a long day so that's what's out the wicket keeping issue for england now there has been a lot of pe- there have been a lot of people on instagram and it on instagram comments and on twitter saying how pain folks didn't deserve to be dropped just to make way for johnny besto there have been like people have not complaining that johnny besto is back they are pretty happy to see him back the yorkshireman they are pretty upset by the fact that it's ben folks who has to make way now yes let's be honest ben folks is not that typical baseball player he he is not someone with whom you can constantly expect to strike the ball at 80 90 with with a strike rate of 80 or 90 which the likes of harry brook ben stokes are uh, and to an extent joe root are capable of doing he is one of those steady low middle order batsmen who can who can protect the england batting lineup in a way if the top order doesn't perform and you cannot expect you need some someone who can do that who can take care of one end create strike rate of you know 50 or 60 and give you vital runs because let's be honest he has had some good innings uh in the past summer against um new zealand if i'm not wrong so people are upset and rightfully so that there is no pen folks in the team but then the criticism come back to the ecb for constantly picking zack crawley now let's get one thing clear and out of the way zack crawley is not the most popular england player in this current test match squad he ha- barely has any fans but to be honest i'm one of his fan i know speaking this in front of this audience who listen to this podcast rigorously that might come as a surprise and some of you might not be happy with me saying that that i'm one of the few fans of zack crawley 
the thing is, I know he's not had a good first class series a season. Less he's had a had a ninety and a really good century, but he hasn't been consistent enough. He scored a century in one game, scored six in the second innings, then three, then let's say twenty, then an odd thirty, then in her again fall down, then he once again wake up one morning feel like he's Graham Gooch and score a century. So that's inconsistent Zach Crowley, which people are not a fan of. Now there there is definitely talent in Zach Crowley. I'm not saying he is not a talented bloke. He if he can nail down an England England squad, a place in the England squad. He said he has a really really bright future. I'm not denying that. But when you look at the present and how his form has been topsy turvy throughout the summer, take, taking into the Pakistan tour and the New Zealand tour, I can rightfully expect people to be upset that it's Ben Foulkes who has made way for Johnny Besto and not Zach Crawley. Now, people have been arguing that Johnny Besto could open with Ben Duckett, or you know, even Captain Ben Stokes can promote himself up the order and open the innings. I think Ben Stokes has opened innings in the IPL. I am an Indian. I have watched a lot of IPL in my life, and I vaguely remember that Ben Stokes opened a couple of innings for the Rajasthan Royals. I don't remember which IPL season it was. Maybe it was 2019 or maybe it was 2020. That lock, that COVID-backed season. I'm not sure, but yes, Ben Stokes has opened the innings. Now, my my thing, my rationing, and the way I feel that England are thinking about. Picking Zach Crawley instead of, sorry, Ben Ben Fawkes, is the simple fact that Zach Crawley is an opener. I don't think it's wise to crop and change your batting lineup just to make way for two players. Now, don't get me wrong, Ben Fawkes didn't deserve to be dropped. I'll agree with you. Even being a Zach Crawley fan, I'll agree that. Ben Fawkes didn't warrant a drop. It was Zach Crawley who deserved a drop. If there was someone to be dropped, let's get that out of the way. Fine, but I don't think just to accommodate someone or two players in this regard, Fawkes and Pesto, I don't think you need to go bizarre and drastically change the batting order. It is Test match in the end, and Test match is serious business. I don't think opening with Ben Stokes does any good to England. Now, couple of reasons why Ben Stokes shouldn't be opening for England. Ben Stokes is England's fifth bowler, all right. So, usually England go with Jack Leach, Stuart Broad, James Anderson, and one of Mark Wood or Chris Wokes or Ollie Robinson, for that matter, or Matthew Potts in this matter as well. Um, let's but. Ben Stokes is still your fifth bowler, right? So let's say he bowls a big spell towards the latter stages of the opposition innings, doesn't get a much of a rest, and he's told to open the innings. I don't think that's a genuine reason. And yes, you can argue that. Well, the opposition are eight down. Just stop bowling and be fit and fine for for batting. But but then you you can never understand. What bowlers you need at what kind of situation? What if someone's 
pulled up a niggles, pulled up a hamstring or has cramps and you have to bowl again, then you then you don't have much time to recover and you go off to bat. Now, that's one of the reasons why Johnny Besto and wicketkeepers in general don't open the innings in test match cricket as well because they have been on the field for uh, let's say 80-90 overs and um, sitting there for 80-90 overs and you go back I think wicketkeepers need, uh, need rest as well in test match cricket and yeah that's the reason why Adam Gilchrist didn't, do, uh, didn't open for Australia back, back in the early 21st century uh, Gilchrist was Australia's opener when they used to play one-day cricket. They used to open with Matthew Hayden. But when it came to test cricket, Gilchrist came at number six, number seven. It was usually the likes of Hayden, Langer or Katic who used to open for that mighty Australian team. So that's the reason why wicketkeepers don't open. So Stoke opening didn't make sense at all. Let's keep him aside. Ben Stokes, I think, is not firstly the reason which I already mentioned fifth bowler what if you have to bowl and then you have to go and bat again so I don't think that's one of the reasons but another majority another main reason why you cannot expect Ben Stokes to open is the fact that he is great at that lower middle order he can come out to bat give you a quick fire 70 a quick fire century and change the complexity of the game yes he can obviously do that whilst opening the innings or what if he fails then and when when it comes to that lower middle order you are relying on folks as and as we mentioned he's not one of those hitters and on the contrary Ben Stokes is not a genuine opener so why cop and change and do experiments when it's arguably your biggest your biggest test series in in let's say a couple of seasons that doesn't make sense for me you need to retain the ashes you don't need to experiment and that's why I feel like Zach Crawley's in, in inclusion makes perfect sense now do England need to find another opener yes Zach Crawley needs a bit of competition there shouldn't be be it Zach Crawley be it Joe Root there shouldn't be a, a single player whose place is not under threat I think pressure of competition makes you perform and I feel like Zach Crawley definitely needs that. Now there was Alex Lees who, who did that but once again Zach Crawley got the benefit of doubt. He was kept in, in for that Pakistan test match and Ben Duckett came in. Now Ben Duckett has been brilliant so he's not going to get out of that team anytime soon. So yeah Zach Crawley really needs to open. I'm not sure who that is. Keaton Jennings, yes. Can Dan Lawrence open? Well, I'm not sure. He's there in the squad. He, well, good to see him back for the first time in basketball uh, England side and uh, under the captaincy of Ben Stokes. So it's good to see him there for a change. But yeah, that's the reason why I think Zach Crawley's in. I think I spent like five minutes just backing the, dis backing the decision to include Zach Crawley in the England squad. But let's, let's talk about some other players. Now, one good inclusion... And which I was personally pretty happy to see was that of Chris Wokes. Now, Chris Wokes hasn't been part of the England squad for over a year now. Uh, I've just, I have the ECB article open in front of me and it says that Warwickshire Seymour Chris Wokes returns to the test squad for the first time since March 2020. And if selected, this will be his first test appearance on home soil 
since August 2020. Now that's COVID year. That's three years of him not being part. Well, nearly three years of him not being part of the test squad. And I think he's a great inclusion. If you can somehow manage to play him instead of Ollie Robinson, which I definitely don't want England to do. I think Ollie Robinson definitely deserves his place in the starting eleven in the, for that Ireland Test match. But if you manage to play him instead of, let's say, a James Anderson or an Ollie Pope, you extend your batting lineup that much. I think you can. The problem with England is that their batting order kind of fizzles out. After the wicketkeeper, me, Ben Fox, Johnny Bester, in this regard, so that's the reason I feel like he might not. So including him would propel the batting order up further and down the order. You can bat till number, let's say, seven or eight now because Jack Leach is, yeah, he's had a fifty, but he's not a proper Test match player. Stuart Broad used to be that guy, but he's not there anymore. Not that anymore. He is the night hope, yeah, but. You you know what I mean. Chris Woods, good with the bat, has a Test match century to his name. So I feel like including him really, if you want a lengthy padding order, there's your option. There's also the return of Dan Lawrence, as I said. Um, we were going to talk about uh, Zach Crawley, which we did. Johnny Bester, which we did. The notable exclusion from this squad, apart from Ben Fox, is that of Jofra Archer. Sussex fast bowler Jofra Archer has been ruled out for the rest of the summer. Now that that are some interesting words. Rest of the summer means pretty much means that he's not going to play the Ashes. He's he was building his fitness for the Ashes. Went to play in the IPL for the Mumbai Indians. Had to leave the IPL midway through the season because of another freakish injury. And I think that injury seemed like. A precautionary call to call him back, but I think it's something really tr- major one, and England don't want to risk their star fast bowler. So yeah, he's not going to feature this entire summer, and we wish him all the very best with his injury, and I hope he recovers well, fit and fine. Finally, I can I can pull that brilliant, brilliant fast bowling that he does, and I really want to see him firing yet again. The Jofra Archer which we saw at the IPL was not the Jofra Archer we all know, know and love. He has much more to offer, and I wish him all the best. But yeah, so he's out for the rest of the summer. So no Jofra Archer, no Ben Folks, and uh, yeah, so that's the squad. Now, if you if you ask me to rate this squad, I'll give it a nine out of ten. Probably Zach Crawley's inclusion. The chatter around him on social media and the exclusion of uh, Jofra Archer are the reason why I've deducted that one point. But yeah, nine out of ten is fine. I I'm pretty happy with this squad. But just to remind the listeners, if they have made it this far into the podcast, is this is just the squad for the first Test match against Ireland. This is not the Ashes Test match. Not for even the first Test match. I- at Edgemaster, no, this is just for that Lords game against Ireland. Make sure you keep that in mind whilst discussing this with your friends and family. So, just uh, quickly running down the England squad yet again: Ben Stokes, James Anderson, Johnny Bairstow, Stuart Broad, Harry Brook, Zach Crawley, Ben Duckett, Dan Lawrence, Jack Leach, Ollie Pope, Matt Potts, Ollie Robinson, Joe Root, Chris Wokes, 
and Mark Wood. Good to see Mark Wood back as well. I think I was talking about him when uh, we, I thought James Anderson might not play and it would be Mark Wood in. But uh, it's good to see Mark Wood play. I think he's returning to full fitness. Yes, he missed out on the Aus- on the tour to New Zealand due to uh, due to not not an injury of that sort. I think he was injured during the T20 World Cup, but he was fit and fine during that New Zealand tour. It was just that he was given a rest. But it's good to see him back. And uh, Mark Wood is really capable of replacing the pace and the sheer uh, willpower of that of Jofra Archer. And I think that's a good pick. If I had to pick a bowler who can replace Jofra Archer, it would be Mark Wood. Pretty similar, both kind of uh, the, the two fast bowlers that are. But yeah, that's the squad. And I'm pretty happy to see Mark Wood back. The only thing which we haven't talked about it right now is uh, Ollie Pope. Ollie Pope, well, he's one of those calm and collective kind of uh, cricketer. He's never in the news. He does his job well. And he's really regained his form under the captaincy of Ben Fox. And he's been rewarded with the vice-captaincy with immediate effect. So he'll be the vice-captain. The understudy to Ben Stokes for the Ireland Test match and possibly for the Ashes as well. So really happy for Ollie Pope. I think he has he will be one of England's more important batsmen alongs, alongside the likes of Root and Brook. So yeah, good good to have him getting that promotion which he deserves based on his form. So yeah, that's the England squad. Now I'm more interested in the Ashes squad after seeing this because I really want to see how much different is that particular squad. Does the Ireland result shift England board's mind in picking one or the other? Zach Crawley, Ben Fox, you know the drill. But yeah, let's see what happens. I think England are going, are going to use this Ireland game just for preparation purposes. I don't think result matters. Even though I think England are the favourites. But yeah, it's good to have the English summer. The cricket is back on. And it will be fun to see all the action from England for a change. Rather than going sitting in India and watching those games. Let me know your thoughts of this Ashes. Oh, sorry. Not the Ashes squad. Remember, the Irish Ireland Test Match squad. Let me know your thoughts on this of this Ireland squad. For the game against Ireland, I mean. Uh, you can tweet me or you can uh, send me an email link as there as well. So I think a Twitter is fine. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make, your, make sure you are giving me those wonderful five-star ratings and providing me with your predictions and other stuff as well surrounding the English summer. Lovely re- to record a podcast as usual. It's finally, I'm really happy to be finally back recording this thing i really love talking cricket and i hope you love listening me talk about cricket this is me what's alvora signing off ciao for now sports social podcast network our kids have said to us since we moved to minnesota we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.